Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, everybody. Good evening and welcome to AfterBuzz TV. This is Survivor Season 37, Episode 5 jackets and eggs we have an egg situation a jacket situation and just lots going on tonight and we're going to do our fantasy draft for you guys so stay tuned you're tuned in to after buzz tv the espn of tv talk now let the buzz welcome everybody after buzz tv hello what is up thank you for joining us tonight on this lovely wednesday one week before halloween one week I'm trying to bring my buff next weekend if my panelists will remind me. Early wake-up call. Early wake-up call. I still want you to wear it as a halter top. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm planning on it. I'll get like a little skirt with it or something. I'm your host, Paige Bonanno, and this is episode 5, season 37, Jackets and Eggs. And my wonderful panelists tonight. Hey, you guys. What's up? Hey, guys. Veronica Valencia here. Hey, guys. Timothy Michael. And... You guys, thank you for joining us and for being here in the live chat. We can't wait to see what you have to say tonight. Make sure to give us a like, subscribe, let us know how we're doing on our YouTube comments. And it is Wednesday, the best day of the week. So yep. thank you for joining us. Veronica's going to be on the live chat, you guys. I will, I will be watching. Keep us surprised <laughs> with everything that happens so we know who's joining in. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jackets and Eggs, first of all, the weirdest title for an episode and before I watch it I'm like what the heck is this show going to be about yeah, it was like a Dr. Seuss like story right it made a lot more sense afterwards yes. but I mean what was your guys' overall thoughts today relieved yes. I think yes. I'm Long mostly over- relieved yes agreed mm-hmm. you yes. don't really agree well, okay so I yes long overdue but I still give Natalie props for lasting 12 days mm-hmm. especially in the conditions which we'll talk about obviously yeah. um, that they had to endure on this season of Survivor I'm very happy that Natalie's voted out, but to be honest, like she did bring the drama, and like that's kind of like that's another thing about Survivor that you like to watch. Yeah. Although you know it's our guilty pre- pleasure, but um, I'll miss her drama because it's like she's always an eye roll, which is kind of fun. You know, <laughs> she's always an eye roll. She's always an eye. She always gets an eye roll from me. So we'll see who my next person like that'll be. Is there somebody else that you guys feel like will get on your nerves now that Natalie's gone? Oh, see, I, I feel like it's going to change because one, was it was like two weeks ago, I was like, go Angelina. And this week I was like, dear God, Angelina. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to change for me too because last week I was like, oh, Gabby is kind of yeah. getting on my nerves. And then this episode I was like, go Gabby. So yeah. I feel like it's going to fluctuate a lot for us. Now that Natalie's gone, yeah, I feel like our attention will probably go to someone else. But to your point... She lasted 12 days. Good for her. I mean, she doesn't really seem like that type Sorry, of person. Sorry, 14 days. 15 14, days. Yeah, yeah, 12 days is when we started the yeah. episode. <laughs> but um, she doesn't really seem like the person that th- necessarily thrives in that environment, and she's very bossy. So, I mean, she made it further than we would have thought because they wanted to vote her out first. Again, yeah, yeah kudos for evading the first elimination. Like, I think she did well, all things considered. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if we want to talk about anybody evading eliminations, it's Larissa. For whatever on the Larissa. reason. I don't Larissa, get it. Sorry. Yeah, I, people keep saying that Larissa needs to go home, she needs to go home. And she, like, doesn't do anything to make herself feel like she needs to go home. She's good at the challenges, even though they say that she isn't. Yeah. I mean, from what we've seen. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Me neither. Neither do I. Um, but starting from the top, so basically, right at the beginning we saw that, um, you know, Kara was obviously upset with Alec that they voted um, 
what's her name off last week? Natalia. Natalia. Um, and so Alex said, you know, he trusted his gut. He doesn't really see the Davids as strategically real players. He kind of just sees them as extra votes. And so Elizabeth and Kara had this conversation, and basically Elizabeth says that she sensed that Kara would rather work with the Davids, but she does not feel like that. Or she feels like Kara would rather work with the Goliaths and that Alec would want to work with the Davids. Which is a fair assumption or observation. I think it's a fair assumption. Alec was the one that voted for um, a Goliath to go home. Kara's kind of coming to them now after the fact. Mm -hmm. But my question to you guys is, do you feel like it was the right decision for Alec at that point to to betray the Goliath? Well, here's my thing, and I want to piggyback on that really Mm -hmm. quick, because I wanted to ask you guys, because Kara says in the beginning of the episode, she's mad that Alec's made a big move because it's too early. Okay. Do we agree with that? No. I... I understand what Alec is saying in the fact that it's the very beginning of the show still. They're still in tribes. It's too early to make a big move. I personally, as a viewer, love the fact that they're making big moves. It makes it more entertaining. But I, and to answer the question, no, I don't think it was wrong. I feel like they're in three tribes now. You really mm-hmm. don't know what relationships are being formed at those other tribes. You might, mu- like... People keep saying, it's a numbers game, but the numbers are all over the place at this point, so Mm -hmm. make the moves you gotta make. I don't know. I kind of go back and forth. Like, I don't know if I feel like he made the right move or not. I'm happy that Natalia went home, as as I stated last week, but I kind of go back and forth because I don't think it's too early to be making big moves, Mm -hmm. but... I don't know if, like, that just sent the wrong message to the Goliaths because, like, on the other tribe, and to, like, Mike and Larissa's point, like, it's not just David and Goliath anymore, which we get that, but, like, Kara, when we went to the reward challenge made it very clear that, like, this was not her doing by the look she was giving the other team. Yeah. I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. I think, yes, it is. It. is. I'm glad, like Veronica said, that they are making big moves because yeah. otherwise the show gets kind of predictable. And I'm glad that Alex isn't falling into the whole stereotypes of it's Davids and Goliaths till the end. Right. Whereas a lot of other people, according to the Tribal Council, felt that they should have stay Goliath strong or David strong. I just feel like once you merge, there is no David or Goliath strong. It's You have to look out for you. And you have to be making those connections for later in the season, too. So if it's... I think if he made the best... If he feels like he made the right move on his... Yeah. uh, For his game, good for him. What do you guys think in the live chat? Do you guys think that he made the wrong move? Eric Olin in the chat says, it's never too early to make big moves. Right. I agree with that. I don't know if Kara, though... Kara kind of... um, I don't know. I don't know her vibe yet, really. I think she's just worried. I think yeah. that she's mad because she was on the opposite side of the I'm road. just wondering how she's going to, like, how this is going to relay in her game later on. Like, if she's going to kind of call him out and try to do something against Alec because she was going and saying she doesn't trust him anymore. But, I mean, that might have just been gameplay because they seemed like they were okay afterwards. Yeah. I think the good thing about making a big move so early is that there are obviously going to be more big moves to be made. Mm-hmm. And your big move might just be pushed to the wayside and people might just forget about it. Like, right. there might next week, two weeks from now, might have totally forgotten that. Right. Alec, especially when the merge happens, you guys. I mean, it's not yes. like she's going to be like, oh, remember when we were on separate tribes and you sent yeah. this person? Once the merge happens, everybody is like on high alert, high paranoia. Like they, are, they have to bring their A game because now it's all these people on one tribe. Definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so day 12, you know, I mean, the weather's going freaking wild again. Dude. I, it's insane. Before we went, you guys know I want to be on Survivor, but beforehand, <laughs> I was like... We're going to start a campaign now. Yeah, right? I was talking to Timothy about it. I'm like, man, I just really want to get in Survivor. Then the episode starts, we see these typhoons and these cyclones going on, and I was like, no, I, I don't know. Like, I can't do that. I mean, how would you guys cope with this? I mean, I want to kind of... Uh, 
retract a statement that I made in the beginning of the season when I was like, I think that they're giving them too much stuff <laughs> in the beginning. But now I actually honestly yeah, feel really bad on. for them. Look, I like want it's to scary. say that I admit when I'm wrong. Um, I feel like, yes, this is you insane. Do. Like, it's two cyclones. I mean, this is two medical evacuations. Clearly, this season is just one of those seasons where mm-hmm. uh, things are just going wrong. They Mercury's in retrograde a, all the time. They cannot get a break. Yeah. Um, so they get the tree mill and, you know, it's a massive storm. They need to evacuate. It basically, it's going to destroy the camp. They come back. The camp's obliterated. Before they come back, where do they go? That's my question. Where do they sleep? I love that we're on the same page Yeah, tonight. literally, where do they sleep? Where? Who knows? In a nice a- little... They're not sleeping in a hotel, that's for sure. I don't think so. Maybe they put them... I think what they do is put them in, like, a tent or something. Like, I honestly don't think that they bring them to, like, a... A hotel? No way. a hotel? No. I, I think that would just take away from the game, and then it would... I, don't, I mean, if anybody... I agree. Don't get mad at us that we don't know this, because we pro- where would we have found this out? They like, wouldn't take if, them to Ponderosa, would they? Oh. Well, Ponderosa's well, probably... I, I don't know if they would see, do that. I don't know. I feel like they, they would put them in, like, I don't know, a hotel lobby or, like, a, just a blank conference room with cots. I think that had to but be then, like the bare minimum. But the thing minimum. is, it needs to be tribe, tribe, tribe. Then they can't put them all That's in one right. room. Well, okay, mm-hmm. so three rooms of cots, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But are they really? I mean, they said that they're taking them off the island. So are they going to a different island and staying outside somewhere? If anybody has worked on Survivor, has a friend on Survivor, let us know because we just. I, I honestly am not sure. I have no idea, and I'm sure. Yeah, they take them probably to the mainland and and then set them up there. But I. My guess is probably a hotel, like not a hotel hotel where it's like luxurious and they're watching TV and everything. I think it's like the bare minimum. There's a cot, there's a bathroom. Yeah, I don't think they give them a bed. Mm. I don't think that they would give them something like that. So they're sleeping on the floor? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. It's definitely not going to be glamorous. We do have a few people in the chat chiming in. Uh, Shannon thinks maybe Ponderosa. Royal 15 says in a hotel, but no food and possibly little water. And Sheena123 says on a separate island. See, uh, Sheena123, I I agree with you. I think that they're bringing them to a separate island somewhere, and then they're, like, putting them in... I mean, they're still out in the wild or something, because then what, you're going to put them in a hotel and then, like, not give them any food? Like, it's just weird. And then it kind of, like, messes with their game. That's Yes, I agree with you that it does mess their game if they take them out of the element. But, I mean, we saw the conditions of their camps after they got back. Mm -hmm. And that was a whole, if you guys looked at the timeline, they evacuated on day 12. They didn't come back until day 14. So they were gone about a whole day and a half. Wow. So I don't... And then do they give them some food? They have to. They can't fish. They 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 can't. can't. But they can't fish and they can't um, hunt and gather. Probably they give them rice. Yeah, or, like, coconuts. Rice yeah. and coconut water. Like, how do they decide how much it's to like give? The worst them? Like, service ever. Just, <laughs> they would give them how much they would give, like a bet, like a tribe at the beginning of the season. Yeah, they're, they're big. Yeah, they're all picky. Like, ugh, this room service. Come on. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. I mean, that'd be interesting to actually find out. I guess one of us is gonna have to go on Survivor and be in a cyclone to figure this out. Yeah, I love that our fans like let us know. Yeah. Um and. I just I just love our fans. And After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, which you're watching right now, sci-fi, and more, there is no network that works harder to serve television fans like you. But we need your help. So we're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help After Buzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, don't be, because they're optional. We all love options. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments and Veronica, I'm sure one of these episodes will shout you out on air. I will. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. We love you guys. Very good. Love it. (laughs) Um, So moving on, what did you guys think of the reward challenge? So 
Well, first of all, they were winning either chickens to lay eggs or just a dozen eggs. Okay, let's talk about the chickens really quick because we have to. Every time they show the chicken challenge, I'm totally a tie, you guys. Like, I would want to save the chickens. I, 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 I just think, weren't they just giving them the chickens to, for the eggs? Though? No, no, they, they killed kill the, the chickens. chickens. I think you can do whatever you you can do whatever you want. Obviously. Yes, and they nine out of ten times kill the chickens, and it's I just I I think honestly I couldn't guys, do it, and I know I think honestly I would probably forfeit. The, I would I would. Not sabotage the challenge, especially if there was three teams I would come in second so I could just get the eggs. But I would not want to be in the vicinity of somebody being able to kill Well, I feel like I would just be like, I would try to reason with them. I wouldn't try to throw the challenge because I'm trying to get some eggs. I'm trying to get some protein and some food. But I would be like, you guys, let's take a vote. Like, can we spare the chicken? No. See, here's the thing. I think that you put a target on your back by sitting there and saying, hey, let's spare all the chickens. Because people are going to want to eat the chickens. I what if just, other people don't? I would just completely take the power out of everybody else's hands and just kind of forfeit the challenge if I could. You're going to, like, come in second place so you can get the eggs. Yes, exactly. I wouldn't completely throw it. Like, we could still eat the eggs, obviously. But I I couldn't kill a chicken. Because I think on Ty's season, they <laughs> killed two of them and they kept they one did, yes. because Ty was so attached to it. Yes. I would just be so sad killing those chickens. But I guess at this point, like, you I, are in survival mode. You are in survival mode. Maybe I just wouldn't be around when they decided to kill yeah. the chickens. But, yeah, no, definitely. I feel like in the long run, you can you know, eat two and save one to get eggs. Yeah, I wouldn't be the one, like, taking the hatchet to it. Well, no, but it's still, I don't know. Well, you guys, you guys I do? can't even eat chicken wings. Like, chicken wings on a bone because I just feel like I'm eating really something. Like Are you vegetarian? Animal. No, I just can't eat, like... You just don't like that. Yeah, it's just weird. And I've met a lot of people who are like that. I just think it's yeah. funny. But every time they do the chicken challenge, <laughs> that's what I'm going to call it, the, the chicken, chicken challenge, challenge, I get so, like, oh. Aw. I know. What do you guys think? Would you uh, just go for it and I'm kill the chicken? I'm a wuss, you guys. I know you're going to call me Aww. a wuss in the chat. But that's, that's not You have a heart. You have a heart for living things. Um, uh, I was yeah, going to say, Sheena123 says, Timothy is pulling a tie or a Kimmy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kimmy. And... Chelsum ninety is saying chicken drama. Lol. Chelsum ninety, <laughs> we love Chels. Chicken, <laughs> chicken drama. Okay, um, but Elizabeth like wins it for the orange team, and um, it's it. This was like a full on showdown between David and Goliath, really, at yes. the end, and then Tiva goes home with nothing. Yes, I want to point out in this challenge that once again Larissa kind of steps up because Jabini was like second to Tiva in this challenge up until with the with the bags and stuff like that, and she untied the knots really fast, gaining them time. So are you talking about Gabby? No, I'm talking about um, Larissa. Larissa. Oh, Larissa. Larissa. Yeah. Larissa. Yeah. And I just liked how she stepped up. I mean, she, That's the thing. She's good at challenges. That's what I mean. Like, every time they say that she's the weakest, I don't, I honestly don't get it. It's I a don't stigma. See it. I think it's a I stigma between, it. like. But I understand, like, it being a stigma in the first, like, couple of weeks. But we're on, like, week, like, we're on the day 14 right. now. So, like. I don't know if it's just the odds and the tribe that she was put with. But it seems to be on every tribe that she's on, like every time she changes. And we don't know what goes on out there, but to me, it doesn't seem like she's as bad as as they're making out to be. But maybe the other people are just stronger, and that's all that it is. I don't know. Um, But so, back on the egg situation for one second. So, basically, like, when we went back to camp, so the team that came in second that got the dozen eggs... This was a big thing in this episode was that Natalie was the one that did not want to... Or she wanted to cook the eggs all at once, and... It seemed like everybody else was saying, let's keep them till tomorrow. How is it five against one and Natalie still wins? Because she just does it. But somebody else, like, yeah, she just does it. But how can these people not be like, listen, we took a vote and we're going to do what we want. Why is it always, why do they always let Natalie take over? Well, here's my thing. There is a dozen eggs. There are six people. Everybody gets two eggs. I'd be like, you get your two eggs, you get your two eggs, I get my do two eggs. Do what you want with it. Do what you want with it. You want to boil your eggs, go ahead and boil your eggs. Why do we have to make this collective decision on boil all of them? That's no, a good point. You take your two eggs, do what you want with it. That's a really good point. I don't see why they didn't do I, it. Yeah, it makes no but sense. But also, like, the thing is, is 
like, Lirsa was saying, okay, because Natalie wanted to put all the eggs in, boil them at once, and then still save it for tomorrow. And Lirsa was saying, no, the bacteria is going to get in it. Well, why don't you just cook one egg, eat it, and keep the other egg for tomorrow, uncracked, and then boil it? I mean, uh, there's like, so many different things that you have done. Yeah, there it's not so that many. hard. But I mean, in terms of the whole bacteria thing, I'm like, you're sleeping outside. Like, I'm sure but you're why, eating a whole. But bunch why do more they need to that. cook the egg right away? Just wait until the next day. At, keep it as an egg. Yeah. Or to your point, just. Do what you want with your egg. Do what you want with your egg. Crack it over your head. Throw it in the ocean. Feed the fish. I don't care what you do with it. It's your eggs. <laughs> I don't know. It's just frustrating uh, to me that nobody can stand up against Natalie and they let her just like take over like that. Well, Larissa and Mike, I like how they started talking early on before the immunity challenge because I mean Natalie's been getting on her since day one. Like let's be honest, but Who, Natalie, and Natalie's but just been getting on everybody's nose oh, yeah. since day one, especially Larissa, especially Larissa, and especially Mike. So I'm glad that they yeah. kind of and up. Mike was saying to Larissa, you know what? I've had nine more days with this than you. Like I am over <laughs> her. Yes. which I would have been at that point too. Agreed. Um, you guys, the brochachos though. Brochachos, brochachos. Bro <laughs> okay, favorite alliance ever. I mean, it's oh, pretty cool. I, I adore it. I normally like. Oh, I don't like these like all guy alliances. Like this one's pretty good. This one's pretty good. I think it was just pretty good because of how much they accept Christian. Yeah. But also, At least like, for me, that's how I felt. I was creeping on John on his Instagram today, and I didn't know his last name, but I literally just typed in Slamtown and like, <laughs> came, came across two of his Instagram. One was like his private account requested to follow him, of course. The other one was like his like mayor of Slamtown, like legit profile. Yeah. And like I was just dying. But the thing about John is he's he puts on this persona like for his career, obviously, but he's like a really down to earth cool guy. I think so. I mean you can tell that from these episodes and I yeah. said that last week. He's he's slowly becoming one of my favorite alpha males, yes. if you will, that has played this game. Usually mm-hmm. I'm not really attracted yeah. to those kind of guys in this game where I just feel like you have everything. Like, right. why do you get everything? But this guy, this guy, I don't know. John just... There's something about him where you can It seems like he's genuine. It really yeah. does. Yeah. And Dan, too. I mean, like, throughout the whole challenge was, like, cheering Christian on. Like, mm-hmm. wants to make sure that he feels included and, and succeeds. And I really like that about Dan. And not to mention, he's just freaking gorgeous. I adore everyone on this new Tiva tribe. Yeah. I really do. Like, these. Same. this yeah. is a great... Five. I mm-hmm. like that Dan got separated from Kara because now we can kind of see Dan's gameplay. Right. Um, and I'm sure, Paige, you're going to bring up the whole idol thing. Yeah. But I like that they're separated now because it's you're not leaning on one person. You're not together. I don't. I just like that they're separated. You're not seeing them as one unit. Yes. See, I'm going to piggyback off of that and just say I'm I'm glad that we're not seeing them as one unit. But something about Dan is still I'm still not drawn to him. Yes, agreed. Okay, that's interesting that you say that because well, we'll get into predictions later, but um. So speaking of Dan, he starts creeping around for the idol. And we saw that it was Christian that was, like, kind of peering through the bushes. And he saw this happening, that he was looking for it. It Mm -hmm. was very quick. But we, like, it, like, started on Christian and then zoomed out and showed that he was creeping. And he finds a clue to it. So at the challenge, an idol will be hidden. Um, So Dan already has an immunity idol. Yeah. And now he's got a clue. Now he's got a clue. Here's my question. How do they know that someone's going to find the clue before that specific challenge? Do you know what I mean? Television magic. So you know what they can do is like they can hide an immunity idol one day and then if nobody finds it the day before take it out and put in a new one. Okay. They can do whatever they want. Especially like if they knew that Dan already had the idol maybe they switched it out at that point. Yeah. Because they didn't want him to find the other one right away. It had to be a little harder. But good for him. Good for Dan on being so smart 
as to like you know oh I found one I know I remember what it looks like right. so let me go look for the same thing mm-hmm. I thought it was a very smart move I thought it was very fun that they decided to put an idol in a challenge yeah and I thought it was very good on Dan that he found it just because I feel like me in that moment I would be so invested in the challenge I might just space and completely right. forget that it was there well here's my question and they've done this before where mm-hmm. there's been a, an immunity challenge immunity idol hidden in the challenge right. would you guys care if somebody caught you so, here's the thing that I feel like. Okay, I first of all, like you guys said, props to Dan for going to look again, because I feel like I might be like, oh, I have one immunity idol, like, I'm not really going to risk, like, getting caught trying to find another one. Yeah. But, if that happened to me where I found a thing to a clue in a challenge, I, I feel like it's a little nerve-wracking, for sure, because you don't want to get caught. But the thing is, if you get caught... Everybody else would have been doing that exact same thing in the challenge. Everybody else, it, had they had the clue, they would be going for it. And if you get caught, then what? You didn't get the idol? You didn't get the... Uh, no, you still would. You still would get the idol. It's just instead of having... But then everybody knows. But then everybody knows as yeah. opposed to maybe having some people like just get paranoid. Oh, do they? Do they? Do oh, maybe they, only they? a couple people would see and then you have to go talk to those people. But somebody yeah. else in the other tribe could see. But here's my... Like, would you rather have the idol and have everybody know about it or not have the idol have the idol and have not every, and have everybody know about it because right? I, I at least know that I'm safe for one more week. Yeah. Because if anything, if everybody knew and they're like, "Well, we're gonna flush the idol," I'd be like, "Okay, well then I have one more week on it." See, yeah. I would say I would agree with you completely, Paige. If this was last season with this new idol nullifier, mm. I feel like that's not going to be safe. Mm. That's a great point. That is. Yeah. What would you guys do? Would you rather um, not have the idol or have it and and be exposed? I think it's easier when you're separated in tribes because you aren't guaranteed that you're going to go to tribal that week or even the next week. So mm-hmm. if your if your tribe knows that you have an idol, hey, you might not even be going to tribal anyway, so you right. don't have to use it. Right. But or you can it use it for somebody else. Yeah. But as we've seen, it definitely puts a target on your back. So if yeah. you do go to tribal, they're going to want to flush it out. Dan also like. Did you guys think he was sneaky when he was doing it, or everybody was just so focused? Because I feel like otherwise they definitely would have seen that. I honestly would have been so focused on what was happening in front of me that I wouldn't have been looking around either. Yeah. He did a good job just kind of sneaking back, going down for it, but I don't know. It's it's definitely a risk. Of course. Yeah. It's kind of scary. I think it's a risk worth taking, though. Yeah. yeah oh, oh absolutely. I feel like you have to go for it. Yeah. Um, speaking of immunity, though, Nick versus Alex versus Christian, like, mm-hmm. doing the slingshots... Um, or sorry, doing the um, ball Sneak. thing, yeah. which also we've had pretty much every cha- at least one challenge every time this season so far has been with one of those little balls. Yeah. Um, so that's like a big balancing act. But I loved that like that trio that was against each other. Yeah. And Christian pulled it off. Christian, Christian. Christian. Off. Oh. Christian. <laughs> I adore him so Christian. much. <laughs> He's so good, the sweetest ever, and like. He just is, his personality just, like, exudes, he's just yeah. so sweet. He's just so quirky that he's you have so no choice quirky. but to love him. Yeah. Yeah. It's and he working. knows he's quirky. And, like, when he goes up to Jeff and gets the immunity, and he's like, thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Like, he's just so, like, <laughs> Thank you guys for your support. Yeah, thank you guys for your support. He's so, oh, I just love him. I, I really, gush. I hope he goes far. I gush, I gush. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this sends Jabeni to tribal. Still can't get over that name, Jabeni. Um, and so right away the Goliaths kind of decide, okay, it's Nick it, Nick versus Lursa. It's yeah. going to be one of the two. Right. Um, because they're Goliath strong. Yeah, they're Goliath strong, which... Eye roll. Yeah. Right eye roll. at the beginning, I'm like, this isn't how it's going to go. Like, I kind of knew, okay, Natalie's going home and we're trying to make it seem like something else is going to happen. Um, but what's this jacket situation? Angelina started it. What the heck? I for thought the it record. was so juvenile. I'm just like, why? Like, why are you trying to be like, I'm going to take your jacket because you're going home? Like, here's my question. Why didn't Angelina bring her own jacket? <laughs> It's a good question. You would need it. Natalie had a jacket. 
Lursa had a jacket. So Alex, uh, Alex uh, Nick had a Nick jacket. Had a so jacket. bringing jackets is acceptable. <laughs> so why didn't you bring your own jacket? I, I don't get it. And then you're trying to steal others. But so Natalie says she tells Nick, and Nick is Nick's such a genuine, honest guy. He's like, hey, I'm not going to steal anybody's stuff. Like, you know, we're in a competition; it's a game. But like, you kind of get to the point where you're crossing a line, and I like that about him. And he kind of called Natalie out and said, "You're bullying me, trying to get me to." To give my jacket, and Natalie's like, well, is that worth a million dollars? Kind of, like, threatening him. <sighs> what did you guys think of this whole scenario? I hated it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't appreciate it. I agree no. with Nick in that it did kind mm-hmm. of feel like Natalie was more coming off bullying, even though she Natalie's, justified it in the tribal yeah. council, which we'll get into. As a negotiation. Yes. It, but just in general, even with Angelina starting, I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, yeah. it's so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, Angelina started it, but Natalie took it to a whole other level, and I just felt like it was, it was like just a, I guess like, yeah, being bullied is like a big kid picking on a little kid, and for you to sit there and, right. and I don't know, say, give me something, it's very just egotistical. It's like, you give me mm-hmm. this, and I might think about saving you. Like, yeah. who are you? Right? Who yeah. Are you? But didn't, it, like, Angelina kind of mentioned it to Natalie, but she wasn't like, okay, we're going to steal her jacket, and then we're going to, like, it was kind of just like, no, Angelina okay, was talking about, I, oh, I if really we go, her Marissa leaves her jacket, then I'll take it. If she but why home. would she have been leaving her jacket? You take yourself with you. See, I, I don't know. I don't know if maybe this was Natalie just thinking that she was very safe and going off and doing her own thing, or if Angelina is really a master manipulator. Yes. Well, Angelina is very logical, and she plays sides very well. Yes. I mean, she's the peacemaker, as Jeff kind of called out, and I think that she knows what she's doing. Yeah. And to her um, defense, at Tribal, she did, you know, Natalie was kind of getting the flack for the jacket situation, and she stepped in and said, hey, I think she was doing this for me out of love. You know, she kind of said that, but... But yeah. she worded it right. very specifically. Like, very you can tell that like, like, she's wow. Yes, to she's not make very snaps in class smart. for you. Yes, because there was like no way somebody could have been like, oh, so it was your idea. Oh, it's your fault. No, she was just like she just did it. It was from a bright side. Like I was like, what? Are yeah, you and saying? even <laughs> Natalie didn't call her out and been like, girl. Like, I'm surprised I'm Natalie surprised didn't. She did it. because I think she says things the right way, yes. and you kind of think, and, and you know, she went over to her and said, you did yeah. it out of love. Like I said that I was cold. And whatever. Like, she was like, I would never, I would never steal anybody's stuff. But I had mentioned, you know, she's very particular about what she says. I think that she can go very smart. far in this game because she's smart as hell. Yes. Mm, yeah, What's her profession again? I can't remember. Uh, I think if I If anybody remembers, um, yeah, let us know. Yeah, if anybody remembers, let us know. Um, so, I mean, but the other thing about Natalie, too, is during Tribal, you know, Jeff kind of says, so I kind of think I figured you out. You're always the one that needs to get the last word. And she also had said that Natalie, Natalie said she's never the center of drama. I mean, how is that at all true? She's a financial consultant. Okay. I just want to rewind a little bit because uh, our viewers in the live chat, uh, Yesenia and Shan- uh, Yesenia is saying past survivors have mentioned they don't decide on wardrobe. And then Shannon is tuning in saying production chooses what they get to wear and sometimes they don't get all of their clothes. It's a little weird. That kind of well, that's weird. I think that's a little unfair though that you're gonna let some people have jackets and others not have jackets. Yeah. I know that they like a lot of the times when they're on the boat, like they dress them certain ways to like make them look quirkier or to make them look like buff, you know, like to make them fit their part. But I don't think it's fair enough to have let one person have a jacket and not let the other person. Especially when it's raining and cold. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. I don't think that that's fair at all. Um, but anyways, I think the whole drama with Natalie at Tribal, like she doesn't really. As we've said before, she doesn't see herself the way that everybody else sees her, and I'm happy to see her go. I was honestly surprised that Angelina stood with her, though. Because before they went to tribal, Angelina felt like was on the fence about Larissa and Natalie, especially after Mike talked to her. Right. But I... 
felt like she'd have been smart enough not to be on the wrong side of the vote. You know what I mean? I think so, too. And so my question was, if Angelina knew that Mike was voting for Natalie, mm-hmm. why didn't she just, why if she really wanted to stay with Natalie, why didn't she alert Natalie? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think she really wanted to be with Natalie. She just wanted it to appear like, oh, I was blindsided, guys. They, you can't come after me. But why do you want it to seem like you're blindsided? You want it to seem like you're on the right side of the vote. I just feel like at the end she was acting so heartbroken. And if she really wanted Natalie to stay, why not tell her so she can try to sway the David? She didn't really want Natalie to stay. So she why really would she wanted Natalie's yeah. jacket. That's what she really So why wanted. would she vote with her then? Natalie, can I have your jacket? Oh, I my God. I don't know Natalie, what. Natalie. Can I have your jacket? I think that she, Natalie? I honestly think that she only voted with Natalie because she honestly knew that Natalie was going to go home and she saw an opportunity to get her jacket. Are you serious? Yes. yes. We saw it. I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty, like, literally, but, oh, I'm going to hug you, yeah, blah, 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 uh, in your jacket. It's like, whoa, that was took a turn. But uh, true colors be shown, Natalie didn't even turn around. She didn't even flinch. Would you, though? No. Would you, though? Well, she she said that she didn't know if, if uh, Angelina was one of the ones to vote against her. Exactly. Which but, is pretty logical. I feel like if I if she was trying to get my jacket, I'd turn around and be like, "All right, so who did everybody vote for?" Here's, I don't. I don't. I don't uh, are you allowed to say that? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Uh, I don't <laughs> Have know. You open it up? <laughs> I was going to rewind actually a little bit and yeah. just go back to Angelina's vote. I felt like I don't know. I kind of uh, what I said previously was she maybe just like when they introduce the new tribes, she doesn't want it to seem like, oh, I voted against a Goliath, which mm. is why maybe she stuck with Natalie. However, I don't think any Goliaths would have been like, oh, oh, heartbroken. Right. Like, have been like, oh, okay, we understand Well, also, that. like, Mike, Mike didn't really seem to yeah. care. He couldn't, get, he couldn't get along with her. But he also had said, as they were walking, you know, I want Natalie to go. And he knew that Angelina would be a little harder to sway, but Angelina seemed like she didn't really want Natalie around either. So it's just really weird to me. Like, I... Maybe she was strictly voting for her for the jacket. Maybe. I think next episode, hopefully they, they pick up right where they left off, is like them coming back from Tribal, mm-hmm. and then we can find out, hey, well, Angelina, why did you vote for Natalie? Was that jacket worth a million dollars? We'll never know. Guess mm, not. Guess not. <laughs> um, so with that, do you guys have anything else before you, we get into um, predictions? I just want to point out uh, a couple of our viewers in the live chat are agreeing that she... That Angelina wanted to make it seem like she was blindsided, Later on. or that it wasn't her fault, or that she was betraying the Goliaths. All of them are kind of staying on this, staying on that same page. Yeah, She's and very I, smart. I do feel like she knows that Mike was voting for Natalie. She knew what was happening, but then she Mike tried to, to her about She it. tried Come to make on. it seem like she didn't know. Yeah. She's very smart. She's very, she's very she's strategic. Smart. But who cares? Natalie's gone. Why do you need to play it up? You know? Right. I mean, I want to see where she goes with it. Yeah. Me I want to see if she brings I it back up. I want to see how under the radar she can stay and i don't really feel bad mm. that she didn't get the jacket <laughs> no sorry i mean i don't either i feel like the way that she handled the last part and angelina's on my fantasy draft which we still have to talk about right i i just did not like how she's like oh, i want can i give you a hug and then like literally 30 seconds later can i have your jacket yeah. it's like it's like you do something nice for somebody just to get something yeah, in return yeah. it's not doing something nice it's because just you want something nice. yeah yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like it i didn't No, like it. it was a little like a uh, situation juvenile, was, like you said yeah. Whole situation I wasn't a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's get into predictions then. I should have done that after the fantasy draft. Well, we'll go into it. Okay. Predictions. So Dan has two idols now. I'm glad that you brought Dan up because yes. that's literally my first prediction. I think that Dan will either go home with two idols in his pocket oh, or, or he will play one for Kara once the merge happens if he makes it to the merge. If but he if he doesn't home. make it to the merge, I think that he will go home with two idols in his pocket. It seemed like he might. We heard some people talking, throwing his name this out there. This is before we even saw the preview because I wrote it down right after Tribal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it 
He might feel confident enough. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like that's one of my But we'll see if they even lose because they have that's a pretty true. strong team. That's so they true. might not before they get to the merge. And yeah. then he might have two and then maybe one will get nullified. Who knows? Hmm. Do you have anything else that... Oh, I mean, I just want the brochachos to yes! remain tight. That's what I want. <laughs> I do I do think that there's definitely going to come something come into play with Dan and his idols. Mm-hmm. I think... I don't know if he'll play it for Kara. I think maybe he'll give it to her because maybe he feels secure enough that he has one. Well, let's not forget that Kara also knows about his other idol. So now he has one mm-hmm. idol that nobody knows about, and now he has an idol that I think two people know about, Kara, and there might be another person in there, or is it just Kara? I think just, it was either uh, Kara Natalia and or Natalia. Yeah, it was oh, Natalia, gone, but Natalia's so. gone, so good for him. But also Carl knows. Actually, pretty much the whole camp knows, because Carl, um, not Carl, uh, What's his, oh gosh, the person Jeremy, who, Jeremy yeah. told everybody after he found it in his pocket. Right, right, So right. they all know that he has uh, one How idol. much do they believe them, though? That's always the thing. It's like, do I believe you? Mm-hmm. I well, believe you. Let us know what your guys' predictions are. And yeah. with that, we're going to let you know what our Survivor Fantasy Draft was. Yes. Because last week, actually, once the person was voted off, there were 15 people left. So we split it evenly. We each have five. And we're not going to waste our time by picking them here. So we picked them ahead of time. Yep. And here are our... Teens. You, you want to go? Say? Yeah. yeah. Paige has Christian, Carl, Alec, Mike, and Larissa. Veronica has Nick, Davey, Allison, Elizabeth, and she had Natalie. <laughs> but she's the first person to lose somebody. Uh, and I have Gabby, Angelina, John, Kara, and Dan. Okay. Good to know. So yes. who do you think has the best team? No, I think, oh, I don't know. I think I, think I, I, I have, have a pretty good team. I'm very confident in my team. You guys. I have Angelina and John, you guys. Angelina's smart. John, okay, I like John, but I don't. <laughs> I don't think that he'll win the game, though. I, I, I have Mike. I have Christian. Who else do I have? Larissa. Larissa. I'm really jealous. Come on! Too. I'm really jealous that you have Larissa, and I'm really jealous that Veronica has Elizabeth. Oh uh, yeah, she's good. Because I really do like Elizabeth. I feel like Elizabeth. I'm pretty confident in my team. I feel like Elizabeth and uh, Allison would work well together. I feel like, again, I feel like, again, Nick was the first person who was supposed to be eliminated on Nick's tribe. I I like Nick. And I feel like they tend to go further if they can escape at once. Yeah. Do you have the live chat? I want to see what people are saying about the teams. Um, Whose team do you guys think is best? But speaking of, I do think that Nick is really going to be good as we move along. I like him a lot. I agree. So far right now, both Eric and DOHC323 are both saying Tim. Royal15 is saying Tim. Y'all, we are crazy. Y'all are crazy. Thank you, guys. Who wants Tim's team you. do you think is going to be the number one? Elizabeth? No, I don't have Elizabeth. John? Elizabeth. Oh, sorry. I have Elizabeth. Who? John? Angelina. I have, yeah, Gabby, Angelina, John, and Karen, Dan. Gabby, Gabby's good, though. Gabby is good. She's... I think she has the potential to, like, really come into herself in this game and really, like, make an impact. Yeah. If she can move past, like, being a whiny little crybaby. But I think that she <laughs> I think she's I think she will. I, 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 I have a lot of confidence in yeah, her, actually, regardless of that. I do, too. Well, whatever, you guys. I think <laughs> you guys picked by her. Team. I am by her. I thought that my team was pretty damn good, but y'all in the live chat clearly think that Tim's going to win, so whatever. I mean, we'll see. Let the best man gender neutral win. Let, that, <laughs> let the best man gender neutral win. Okay, and with that, our final special segment of the night, our MVP. Yay. Who was your guys' MVP tonight? Um, we got three votes here, and let's read vote number one. Dan! Dan! Okay. All right, Dan found an idol. So, okay, yeah. fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Christian! Christian, my baby! <laughs> he killed the challenge. And 
Natalie! What? 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 <laughs> Wait, what the <laughs> heck is that? Okay, what? yes, I picked Natalie only because I... For for somebody being a target and from day one to last all the way up until day fifteen. Okay, but was she the MVP for this game? She went home. Yes, but I feel I still feel like we should give her props, and I that's why I've, it's a sympathy vote, Paige. It's a sympathy vote for MVP, and so, I feel I like get- Natalie deserved it because she had to overcome a lot of obstacles. Main obstacles were brought on by herself, by but herself. still, I still think that she deserved a vote. Were brought on by herself. I will have to lovingly disagree with you there. Right, See, you I can get behind you. T- Timothy. Thank you, Veronica. Uh, not necessarily Natalie, okay. but the fact that we do these, the fact that these votes, there's more to these votes than just like, oh yeah, that was an obvious pick. So I, I, I get it. Uh, I like to keep you guys on your toes. Keep us on your toes because this, I did yeah, not expect. I, I still that, like. Yeah. I still, I still stick to that. Wow. A few people in the chat are saying Christian is MVP. Little See? Yeah. Love you, Christian. Boy. I just want to, like, hang out with Christian. Okay. I really do. I do, too. And talk about, like, what the demographics of Slamtown are with him and John. Like, I need this brochacha. <laughs> so you want to be a brochacha. You want to be a brochacha. I kind of want to be a brochacha. I do. <laughs> Can we get shirts that say brochacha? Brochachas. We're going to go to the live finale and be like, brochachas! <laughs> All right, we're getting a little too wild for, uh, a Wednesday for this Wednesday night. I don't night. think so. I think we're just starting, guys. <laughs> Well, then you guys better tune in next week because we're going to have a lot coming to you then. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. Do we have any last thoughts before we sign off? No, I love you guys. Oh, I love you guys too. I love you, the fans. Guys, make sure you subscribe to AfterBuzz TV. If you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. If you're listening on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Comment. We love interacting with you guys. Tweet at us. And listen to us on Spotify. Yes, perfect. That's all <laughs> you need to say. Up so you know, nicely. I know. I was a little bow. Well, where can they find you then? Um, I'm Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. At Veronica Munz. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Veronica underscore V. And I'm your host, Paige Bonato. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram, all of our social media at Paige Bonato. And thank you so much for joining us. We will see you right here next week. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Bill <laughs> and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.